0: The following is Flying Casual The Rebel Scum Podcast live show Every Monday night Join us on Patreon for early access Exclusive show prizes and more oh, Now, here are the guys s 105 As per usual Kicking us off on On the live stream The Flying Casual live stream This is the Halloween edition And because Andrew Fantasia hates my guts he said, we should put a vote on and see who wants to wear a costume. And he, he came up uh, guns a-blazing. I am very lazy and I don't wear costumes. But here we go. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew I wish your picture was bigger on the screen. though. <laughs> but Happy <laughs> Halloween, everybody. It's a Halloween Flying Casual. Uh, we got Jeff Wilson, Patreon Jeff Wilson, joining us today. He is dressed up as Brock Smink. Jeff, how are you doing today? <laughs>
1: that's great Uh, I'm doing awesome man
0: thanks for having me on thanks for coming on I'm turning up the volume very loud because I can't hear anything over this stupid (laughs) mask shout out to Steve my friend Steve from work Um, I think he made this Andrew how you doing I'm a lot better
2: now that you put that mask on (laughs) I I don't know what I love more the mask itself or the fact that you still have your trademark cap on top of me
0: you gotta wear the hat if I don't wear the hat no one will know it's me I'm trying to read the live stream. Stream. Oh Jesus Christ! How horrifying!
2: If it wasn't for the hat, if it wasn't for the hat, I would have been like, "Who's this stranger? Is there a legit ghost that came on camera?" (laughs) Thank
0: God for that. There's definitely a ghost on camera. All right, everybody. I hope I'm trying to get the. I can't see the. Uh, I can't see the 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 the, the live chat with. (laughs) I can't really lean in too much, so. I don't know if you guys can see this, but I've zoomed in pretty heavily on me right now, so it's mostly just uh, my face. So mm-hmm. let me just open it up here on uh, my tablet. Before we get started on the topic of today, uh, Jeff uh, tipped me off last week to the idea that, there could be, that they could have shot somewhere around uh, eight different endings to uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Jeff, I think you're still there. You, uh, yeah. Tell me... Uh, hey. You don't have to say where you heard this, but what, how, like, how did you come across this, and what were your initial thoughts on it?
1: Um, well, uh, it was. I mean, what else do we get news through besides uh, Twitter these days? Yes, so of through the, yeah, on through the Twitter sphere, um, there was a tweet that had claimed somebody from Lucasfilm talked about filming um, up to eight different endings um, for the end of the Rise of Skywalker, and I am unsure if those are like really huge creative different endings, or if it's just like maybe we shot the same storyline eight different times, and like there's some you know some ways we can actually wrap it up. But uh, either way, the idea of having eight different endings to this movie is uh, beyond fascinating to me. So um, yeah, I, I don't yeah I have like very little thought about it. I just I don't know what I would do. At eight, I mean, how can you conjure up eight different endings to this massive storyline? You know.
0: Last weekend you and I were speculating on talking about it a bit and it, it's kind of for me, it's almost like are there eight endings that they can't decide on, or are they eight endings so that, you know, when somebody posts a YouTube video like ending leaked that they're like, nah, it's uh, you know, that's number five on our list of eight of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll just swap it out. Once they figure out one of them is leaked, they'll just put in something else. I yeah, guess they're so. all really the <laughs> same ending. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, this um, is yeah. the other
0: thing. And I gotta talk to Joshua the Den about this because he's like Ending leak explained why fans are furious. I'm like, but there were eight of them. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> which one? Yeah. Which yeah, one are you which talking about?
0: One? <laughs> I'm just sharing the stream right now. Andrew, you had some thoughts last week. Anything else you want to add to the the eight different endings?
2: Yeah, I think it's a security thing more than anything else. I I, I don't like Jeff. Were you a fan of Lost when it was on? Did you ever watch Lost?
1: Um, I heard a lot about it, so I guess I mean in the realm of like J.J. Abrams and stuff. Um, I mean it was a like very popular show when I was hearing about it so i guess i never put time to binge through it because i didn't want to spoil anything i wanted to do it all at once and then i heard the ending sucks, so i didn't want to binge it anymore but uh yeah so okay well i'll, so
2: what I'll say won't have
1: spoilers then just because okay. i
2: don't want to i don't want to spoil anything but there there, there it, it, it is definitely a jj abrams kind of show and um there was a, a season finale i think it was the end of season four where for a whole season they keep showing this coffin and you're like, who's in that coffin? Whatever. And then the last shot of season four shows you, you know, the coffin opens and you see who's inside. And they filmed, I think, about five or six different actors inside the coffin just to keep it all hush hush. So when I heard this last week, when James told me what you told him, I was like, okay, this sounds like JJ trying to cover his tracks and be like, so now I'm picturing something where like the emperor, I don't know, the emperor is like killing Kylo with one hand and killing Ray with the other. And he's like, ah, look oh how God, powerful yeah. I am. And then the <laughs> door opens behind him and somebody walks in and he's like, who's this? And it's blank because we yeah. have eight different endings. Uh, my money's on C3PO though. But um, that, that's what yeah. I feel like is going on here. I feel like there's there's some kind of smoke and mirrors to to keep something big from getting under you know out in the open. Because apparently, I don't know them and I don't want to know them, but apparently there's a lot of huge leaks that are ruining this for people. And if I was JJ, I would not want something that big ruined.
1: Yeah, I um, and I think that's awesome because I feel like it keeps everybody on their toes and people who want to think that this movie is predictable and that or, you know, the sequel trilogy has been predictable in itself. The people that want to think that way, I want them to kind of look back and say, oh, well, that's one way they could have done it. And I'm I'm pretty interested in that. So uh, right on, JJ. That's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Chris. Chris King says it's their first time here. Am I supposed to dress up? No, you're good, Chris. You're good. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, Kristen, you get the memo. Come on. No, you're fine. Miles is <laughs> I'm sure they are not having eight radically different endings. J.J. Abrams would not do that. It's not his style. Maybe eight subtle differences. That's what I think. I honestly think that it's it's eight minor things so that when things get leaked. Uh, to, you know, to, to preserve the excitement and the mystery of what's happening behind it. I'm pretty sure I have an idea of how this is going to end. I really think any Star Wars fan, if you asked any Star Wars fan how they would wrap up wrap up the Sky... Heidi, I'm going to do the whole video with my head down. If you ask any fan how they would wrap up the Star Wars saga, I really think we would all go in one direction and that is R2-D2 shutting down for the last time. No, I'm not joking. It would, I think we would all have to do with... Jeff, how would, how would we all end the Skywalker saga?
1: Um... That's honestly a tough question, I guess for me because I'm thinking about how they ended the prequel trilogy. We kind of knew where it was heading, right? And uh-huh. when they ended, you know, Revenge of the Sith, we were like, okay, this is only this is obviously going to wrap up to the beginning of a new hope. And then when they ended, you know, Return of the Jedi, we I mean at the time we kind of assumed it wouldn't go on from there. So it was just a nice, cushion, great finale. And now we we live in a world where it's just a ton of misdirection, right? We don't know what's going to happen with these characters after this movie. I mean, all the stuff from Disney talking about movies and 2025 and all this other thing. Ryan Johnson's trilogy—it's all up in the air still. So, which kind of keeps it interesting, right? I think they're trying to do a lot of things to keep everyone guessing. Um, and one thing I kind of want to draw back to is uh, Kevin Smith. I guess visited the set of Rise of Skywalker not too long ago. Um, he asked JJ if he could be in the movie, and JJ said, "Well, you can come visit the set," which I think is hilarious. <laughs> but. Um, uh, He uh, kept him outside, and JJ's like, I don't want you to go in this, you know, the studio because it's like, why not? This is the last shot of the movie. And JJ's like, I want you to be surprised in a theater when you see this. Like, don't go in there. This is like, how crazy is that? That JJ is telling people who are actually Star Wars fans to not, you know, see a bit of the set or see what's happening because he knows that it's this like anticipation and this hype is far greater than anything else. And for him to tell someone who, like Kevin Smith, who's a you know, ultra nerd, go in there because I want you to be surprised. Like that's that's something to take note of. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah,
0: yeah I think that's, that's really cool. I, yeah, so, I mean, if you think of what he says and you take it at face value and you believe that everybody was being honest in that statement, it has to be a location that we all know and love, right? Like a Star Wars fan, something that would resonate with all Star Wars fans because it's, it's not like, you know, you could show up on the set of, of Jakku and you're like oh it ended on Jakku that's cool and that would be like a huge thing but that's not ending it on a Naboo a, a Tatooine or a Kamino imagine if it ended on Kamino and she was just a Kamino of Django <laughs> the whole time <laughs> wow I'm just looking at the super chat uh, <laughs> rural farm boys here Horizon Brave um, I think it's more about JJ knowing how to how big Kevin Smith's mouth is he didn't want him to ruin it or yeah. spoil it Fair enough. That's
1: also a yeah, big point there. Yeah, That's also very true, because Kevin Smith would talk a lot about it. <laughs> but, you know. you, about his next evening with Kevin Smith? He's like, so I'm on the set of
0: the effing Star Wars movie. Just, <laughs> Jay is right, like, talking about it, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. should just slide my hand gestures. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I can but,
2: totally see a world where JJ wants to end at like the Lars Moisture Farm, but as soon as he you know packs up a crew and, and flies to tunisia the word is out you know you can't hide that so i can totally yeah. see a world where he gets a sound stage because of kevin's story we know that the last shot is on a sound stage it's not a location i can totally see you know he, he puts up a green screen he builds like that that uh, igloo shaped kind of part of, of the lars homestead and he's just like all right we we got to keep this hush hush but uh we're, we're on Tatooine here like uh i, I think that going to Tatooine is something I think everybody is kind of hoping and dreaming of but the second you fly a credit to Tunisia you are basically putting a target on your head so I can see JJ doing something like this just to keep that scene a secret till December
1: yeah and thinking about I guess just the misdirection that we've dealt with you know since you know you know Empire where Lucas had parts of the script that talk about Vader being his father removed from the script so it's like he didn't tell the actors until he's about to yell action so I think I mean steps like that kind of you know put you in the mindset like all right there's something big going on and not even letting your actors know what it is or you know friends who are big fans of the films and i think you know there's something to be said for that so it just builds it's just building the hype that's all it's doing and it's working for me so yeah it's the hype is definitely working. <laughs> so i i really hope that um
2: there, this this ending exists where it's like you know a door opens and some character comes out to save the day and Pete Palpatine or whatever. And uh, just as a joke on like the Blu-ray when Rise of Skywalker comes out, they make like a bunch of alternate cuts of that with alternate characters and just show it to us where Palpatine's like, who's there? And the door opens and it's like Watto or something. Get <laughs> you know away yeah. Those Jedi, huh? Eh?
1: <laughs> that, would, that would be my favorite yeah. special feature ever if they did that. Yeah. Even as a joke, they should just do that anyway. I think they <laughs> just put that on there. <laughs> Wow. Heidi says that
0: Andrew looks like the Riddler's Uncle Mo. The Riddler does <laughs> have an Uncle Mo, so that's absolutely correct. How excited yeah. are you about Paul Dano Fantasia?
2: I'm, to be honest, I don't really know much about Paul Dano himself, what he's going to bring to the table. I'm just excited that you know filmmakers are acknowledging that the best Batman villain ever actually exists, because uh, you know since Batman Forever they tend to be forgetting that, and I'm like, dude. The Riddler's standing right there. What's the matter with you? So I'm just glad he's finally in a movie again. It only took what 24 years.
1: Side Akbar. The real question is who is actually going to be playing the Penguin. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a,
2: Well, if a, I keep like, drinking this uh, d- disgusting, ghastly Coca-Cola, it's probably going to be me.
0: <laughs> I guess it depends on how they're going to uh, how they're going to portray the Penguin. Also, I I kind of always liked. Um, I liked when, uh, who was it? Was it Boss Logic did Josh Gad as the Penguin? I thought that looked kind of cool. Yeah. All right. No more Batman talk, Andrew. I know that's your, <laughs> your bread and butter here. Damn it, James. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I was the Batman
2: Scum Podcast. One last, one last thing. Paul, Paul Dano, do the Riddler, portray the Riddler like
0: the Jigsaw Killer and Saw. You're golden. You are golden. Well, that's all i They say that this Batman is supposed to be more of like a detective uh Film. So I think the Riddler is going to be play a cool part and be a, be a little more up your alley than yeah. not. All right, so I we got to go right into now these. Uh, this, the, um, the, I can't see anything. Okay, this thing. Uh, that We're talking about Andrew and I did an Unleashed on the weekend about this new comic book coming out called Kylo Ren. Brock uh, is. We're going to do it on episode one thirty nine. If you're a Patreon uh, right now, you can watch and listen to the episode one thirty nine. But that's coming on Wednesday. Brock talks about how excited he is uh for that. Uh Aaron says stop drinking Coke, Andrew. Yeah, to Aaron. It, I, actually got take I
2: normally don't. I normally don't. But my mom was nice enough to buy these Coke. She's like, look, flavors of stuff. Oh, yeah. And I feel bad, so I'm just like, I I wanna finish it because it was the nice gesture, but I would never willingly buy Coca Cola. Or so oh. trust me.
0: I'm good, Aaron. I I, I hear you. All right. Anyway, so we did this uh, video on that. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen that Unleashed, check it out. But we, we left one part of the synopsis of this comic book out, and that's what I wanted to leave for today to talk about today because this is something that, uh, as soon as I heard it, took my attention to The um, Last Jedi and Luke Skywalker. So here's the beginning of the synopsis. With the new Jedi school in ruins and fellow students hot on his trail for the murder of their master... Ben Solo flees to the only friend he has left in the galaxy, a man named Snoke. But Snoke has plans for Ben, and ideas about the Force that are as dangerous as they are intriguing for the troubled young Jedi. Is that the new part? That is the first part. We left. We we mentioned the Snoke being a man. How they that was the first time we've ever been heard of we yeah. heard him as a man. But we we didn't talk about that because I want to get into it today because when Luke tells us in The Last Jedi what happens, he says, Kylo Ben left with a group of students. He took a handful of students. Mm-hmm. Now, this is telling us that, I mean, maybe that's still true, but this is telling us that the students actually left to go kill Ben because they thought he killed Luke. Right. Well, these might be the students in this
2: synopsis must be different students than the ones that took off with Ben. Maybe, like, Luke had, like, a group of kids who were out on a field trip. He's like, look, I want you guys to go to Chili's, sit down, have a meal, talk about the Force if you want. You know, try not to get into any hanky-panky situations. I know we have, like, this Porky setup going on at our Jedi Temple, but, you know, try to behave yourselves. They went off, they came back and found Rubble, and they're like, oh, damn, this. I don't know how they know it's been, maybe. <laughs> maybe they found like a recording like in uh, Revenge of the Sith and they're like, Ben, I can't watch anymore. And then they go after him. I don't know. But, uh, I feel like that's the only way it could be. Right. Cause why would the ones who run off with him suddenly want to kill him? Jeff?
1: Yeah. Um, actually just passed the part. I'm watching Last Jedi right now. I just passed the part <laughs> where he says that he took, <laughs> he took a handful of students with him and then obviously slaughtered the rest is what the quote says in the movie. So, um, it's interesting how they're going to try and. I mean, obviously, this is something that isn't told in the movie very well. I'm, I'm assuming because that's why there's like a comic, like continuation, um, coming on. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't really know what they're trying to say with it. I don't think it's a full-on retcon. I think it'll be just something. I mean, they might touch on it very little in the Rise of Skywalker, and then you know, if it's something else that you want to read more about, the comics are there as kind of like the, the. Um, the compliment, I mean, to the movie, I guess. So, and I mean, do we talk about, the first issue is coming out in December, right? And then first the second issue... First issue is in December,
0: yeah. The one that, that we're discussing now is uh, in, it doesn't come out until January. So these these questions are, and answers won't come until after the rise yeah. of Skywalker.
1: Yeah. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I honestly, I don't know what they mean by that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. So, I had this perspective that what
0: if yep. Luke was wrong about it all? What if Luke thought like that like the, the Kylo never took students with him because now we're finding out also that the Knights of Ren weren't part of Luke's uh, school as Jedi Academy. So what if Luke thought that Kylo took some students with him, but in fact the students never went with him and maybe the students maybe the students reappear in this movie or maybe they all get slaughtered handily in an epic battle by Kylo Ren. Ooh,
1: Yeah. I mean, that would make sense too. If, you know, Luke and Kylo are telling kind of the different versions of the same story that kind of happened in last Jedi already, where they kind of remembering that weird, like final, you know, encounter between the two of them. I mean, they both remembered it kind of differently. So maybe that's, that could be another perception thing that's happening also.
2: Yeah. And one thing we've never gotten a clear answer on is how many students, period, were in this academy when Ben turned dark. Like, how big is this school? Uh, if it's, you know, I forget those Kevin J. Anderson books that came out in the 90s with, like, Kip Durin and everything. But Luke had, like, a small class, like a magic school bus-sized class of kids. But this is sounding like it's a full-on, like, almost Hogwarts of Jedi that's that's cool, man. Like that is, uh, if, if we get a flashback of that, that's going to be something to see. And we don't even know where this temple is yet. I mean, that flashback was kind of stingy on what planet they're on. So that would be an interesting kind of thing too to find out the location of this temple. Is it Yavin 4 like it used to be in the EU or did they switch it up and do something different? I, I never even thought of that until now, of seeing that in Rise of Skywalker, potentially until now. But now I really hope
1: we see it yeah i mean we got like a little flashback in the last jedi i think they're probably going to elaborate a little bit more on it in the rise of skywalker too well i'm hoping
0: emers from the girls with sabers says the whole night of the jedi temple situation with kylo is from others point of view i also think we will find that ben never slaughtered these students so then that of course raises the question where are these students and i mean andrew you're with me on the leaks jeff i think you are too we you know we're not watching we're not reading them so maybe this yeah. has been answered but like we thought like years ago when we were started doing this podcast i think andrew you're on with us speculating about how it could all wrap up and we're like oh an epic war an epic war with you know a million jedi and a million sith and obviously we're not going to get to that point but there could be more jedi or Padawans in the galaxy as of right now because of this new information that we've gotten
2: well you know what would be cool uh because that that's a great point james and you just messaged me today about the book Resistance Rising, right? Mm-hmm. Resistance Rising is that book that's coming out next month, I think in like a week and a half. And it's the it, I'm excited for it because it's the first time we're getting a piece of expanded canon, a book, comic, whatever, where it's really going to focus on Ray Finn, and Poe. It's really going to focus on our new heroes and not just be like, hey, Ray's on Jakku scavenging and she found a mp3 player like it's not you know irrelevant stuff it seems like it's going to be important so let's just say theoretically all three of those heroes survive at the end of this movie and then we get books and comics in the future that's just about their further adventures after defeating the first order and whatnot one of those adventures could very well be hey let's search the galaxy for luke's missing padawans there's like 50 of them out there somewhere that sounds like a big yeah. game to me actually.
0: Well the the, the only yeah, thing I mean, is, I agree then. The, the only issue with having a lot is that he says does he say a handful I think he says a half dozen, right? So we know that there are six. Half half dozen, yeah. So the the question is were there more and only six went after Ben? or were there only six plus Ben to begin with? And it is is intriguing when you think about it that there are six Knights of Ren and there are six students that went after Kylo. It's almost like a little too coincidental.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. (sighs) Because initially our first thought is to go with what Last Jedi tells us and that those six who leave with him or whoever, however number, are the Knights of Ren. But you're right, six is a specific number, so there's something something screwy here. We don't know, there's a piece of this story that's really been fed to us in a weird way. And I don't know, I think this comic's gonna shed more light on the Knights of Ren than the movie will.
0: Well, this is I what Horizon Brave has a problem with, is he, says, is he says, you know, it sucks that we're getting this in a comic and not in the movies. Do you guys think that that could be a mistake? Well, Horizon Brave, I've gone on record before. You know, these movies could have been four
2: hours long and I'd be okay with that. And that would have, you know, if if that extra runtime existed, it probably would have included stuff like this. So is it a mistake? Maybe. It depends what the revelation is. It depends what the comic reveals. If it's big, like I still think it was a mistake for the comics to show the scene where Vader first finds out he has a son. That's too heavy. To not be shown on camera. If what the comic tells us is just like oh, one of the, one of the knights of Ren's name is is Martha and she's uh, you know deep down she she really thinks Luke's a cool guy but she thinks Kylo Ren is cooler so she's all conflicted and stuff and I would be like that's cool but that's not movie cool you know but a, a four-hour Star Wars where these details got all you know all up in our grill on the big screen would have been a-okay with me regardless of how small those revelations are. What do you think, Jeff?
1: Um, yeah, I agree. I would love a four-hour, like, work print of this last movie, you know, because I feel like they're trying to – I mean, they have so much stuff they have to pack into these, you know, two-and-a-half hours or two hours, 35 minutes or something like that. And um, so I think stuff like this is going to come out in through another medium because I don't think there's just not enough time. And I know people flocked to see Avengers and it was over three hours because there was a lot of stuff they had to tell there too. But, like, I'm not sure if people would – do another three-hour-plus movie in the same year about just Star Wars. Unfortunately, I, mean, I would, and we all would, but like I'm not sure if you know uh, the mass, you know, media is, is ready for that. So they might have the continuation of the comics to help kind of you know go along with the movie. I think.
2: Yeah, it's a shame because I mean, not to talk smack about it, but if it Chapter Two gets to be 249, let let Star Wars be.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That movie felt like four hours too, but it was only, (laughs) it's length.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely felt longer than Endgame.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I wish we could have all those things and, you know, all these things after wrap up and everything that people, you know, people claim last year I didn't tell them or didn't move the story long enough. And I can agree and disagree with that at the same time, but I feel like, you know, this movie is not going to be a slow burn. It's going to be packed with stuff that's going to, you know, raise everyone's eyebrows.
0: Yeah, for sure
1: yeah and sure, I think yeah.
0: I think the concern of we shouldn't have to get this from a comic book and I understand that concern because this like right now we're we're doing a whole live stream based on on this uh, on a topic that's coming for our you know an idea from a comic book based on a, a movie and I totally understand that however we could watch the movie and this could be so inconsequential to what we saw that this could be something that we're like oh yeah that's a neat little side story that we thought was way more important back then mm-hmm yeah whatever the comic ends up telling us i
2: hope is so that's the balance you got to find with the eu is just like oh we want to write these stories that are worth spending money on a comic book but at the same time they can't be so good that it's like why was this not in the film <laughs> And i think that once we start like once this trilogy is over and december is past us and we start getting into that three-year gap between movies it'll be easier to make Content in the EU because you don't have to worry about like this is too important like because there's no movie coming out so just yeah why not tell the story of of how uh, I I don't know how BBH dies you know just tell tell the tell the big important stories because you're not gonna get another chance to tell them
1: yeah and that's probably what I'm imagining what happened you know through you know the mid 80s and through the 90s when we didn't have any confirmation of any movies being you know happening ten year gap where there was just nothing right um my dad talks about like the star wars drought where it was like you know once the, the you know return of the jedi you know premiered and then you're like i need more and what, what are we gonna do you know we turn to the eu books and we turn to some of the comics and stuff like that and i remember before phantom menace even came out you can look on the internet for a bunch of eu stories and find out what happened to you know your favorite character and all this other stuff um so i think it'll be interesting to see where the next couple years takes us in terms of like what content they choose to kind of develop and you know we have the shows going on too which is kind of going to give us a look back but um looking forward it's it's you know we're kind of in the unknown here i think
0: i'm excited for the future of star wars whether or not it's it's based around i think you know at the (laughs) Andrew's point with the books yes we are going to get some really hopefully cool content i think for me i've said this before i think when they said no more eu i was okay with it but at the same time i feel like they could have just been like you know what the eu is not canon but we're gonna let those authors tell those stories in that in that sandbox uh just remember when you're reading it what you read won't tie into the movies i think that would have been a fair way to go about it and then they would have had even more novels come out creating more excitement for everybody
2: that's true yeah keep legends going as its own subset thing that makes sense yeah i i'm actually kind of surprised they didn't do that now that you mention it
0: yeah, well, I mean, who wants money? Right. <laughs> I, but I'm look. I don't know when I read this. When I read this, it just so so. Girls with sabers is saying that it's uh, uh he had a, a dozen students and Ben uh, that he took to go train. So there's at least twelve students. There are twelve Jedi that are either alive somewhere in the galaxy or deceased somewhere in the galaxy. Never tell me the odds, Jeff. I'll start with you. Are these Jedi dead?
1: Um, I'm going to go like Are they dead Like are they A percentage that they're dead A percentage that they're alive A percentage <laughs> that they're dead Um, When we get to the movie I don't know Probably um, I don't foresee them Playing that huge part In the movie So I guess What I'm assuming The comic book Obviously telling us Like a, a, a story from the past So when they get to the movie I'm going to say Like an 80% chance Yeah yeah they are Andrew? I'm going to go the other end of
2: the scale there. I'm going to say like 7% chance they're dead because I just – I see a future where Disney kind of does the same thing that they're doing now where it's like, you know, Revenge of the Sith told us, oh, man, that's it. Vader and Palpatine cleaned up. And aside from Obi-Wan and Yoda, there's no more Jedi left except – Quinlan Vos and this guy and that guy and Ahsoka and this person and these three who are riding are on this moon and it's like whoa, so
0: that's uh, that sounds like something that's gonna repeat itself. Sorry, I'm just looking at the chat going on. I'm gonna give my odd now. I'm really I didn't want to. <laughs> um, look, I this this movie is about this sequel trilogy is about uh, Ray and Kyle Oren. At, at the crux of it all, that's who it's about. Um, and there, un- and what? And on Plot. don't and, forget. Well, naturally, it's also about on Plot and and Two Tubes, who will be coming back in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but um, so it's about those two characters. Is there a place for more Jedi to pop up? Um, and I would argue, yes. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna go forty nine point three five eight two one percent. <laughs> this is gonna happen because I wanted to, but it could be about Ray and Kylo, and then they, you know, and then their story is unfolding, 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 and then, and then Sheevy P makes his. Uh, grand entrance and they're like oh there's something bigger at play here there's a sith army which apparently according to a book i can't remember which one but they're guarding kylo ren actually the sith troopers so whatever but anyway there's sith troopers there's the imperial fleet still around there's so much drama that gvp brings with them because he's a drama queen that kylo and ray are gonna be like okay but all of a sudden all these other jedi come back to, to the light. And, and so it's still, the focus is still on those two and it still comes down to them. But the other Jedi have to come around to fight off all the other evils. And the more I talk about it, the more I'm thinking that ain't happening. I
1: agree with that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's talking of a... Whose dog's barking? Is there a dog barking?
2: Uh, no, I got people upstairs stomping, but no dog barking. It could be either, so. I can't hear anything
0: <laughs> except for you guys I'm not going to lie all I can hear are you, and I have you guys cranked like the entire way
2: your, your mask has not broken eye
0: contact with me this entire <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good good um do you guys think the opening line of this movie is going to be Luke Skywalker is
1: dead in the crawl yeah um I don't know that's a that's a good that's a good idea I, guess, I think I, but I think with all the stuff that they put with him in the trailer I feel like just throwing him out there as dead right away seems kind of cheap but um, you know because I mean no one ever really dies right
0: ooh look at him throwing that in our <laughs> Andrew what do you think come <laughs> on give me like an honest like 100% here I think the opening line is going to be war exclamation mark
2: question mark that's it because it's oh. a big deal, but is it a war? Um, and then I think uh, there's it's it's going to immediately indent to a new paragraph. And then it's going to say, Luke Skywalker is gone, but the resistance carries on in his honor. I like that a lot. Yeah,
0: I like that too. Luke Skywalker is gone, but not forgotten.
2: Um, or either that the first line is going to be, seriously, guys, Matt Smith is not in this movie. <laughs>
0: I don't even want – I'm not even going to go there anymore because I'm so – <sighs> He has no connection
1: to Star he Wars.
0: Up. If he shows up, I can't wait to look over at your face and see it's what – He's be in
1: the first ten minutes, yeah.
0: <laughs> he is the guy reading the crawl. He's, he's like writing yeah. it. <laughs> he's <laughs> a well. Yeah, he's a will. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Mr. Rez (laughs) says, riddle me this. All right, what is it? What's the riddle? No, I think he's referring to your outfit. Uh, Okay, and Miles uh, asks, uh, will Force Ghost Luke look more like Yoda Force Ghost or Kenobi? Will he be able to influence the real world should they have him do physical acts? Andrew, let's start with you. James, do I look like a guy who
2: likes to talk about questions? Here, come on. Give me a break. Um, I I think Luke will be able to do physical stuff because the ghosts have... I mean, yeah, Kenobi didn't do what Yoda did with the tree, but the situation's never really called for it. Um, Now, what what has me curious is, you know, everybody's talking about, like, okay, this is going to be cool. This is... The ghosts are going to help Rey in the final battle, but what bugs me about that... Not bugs, but what worries me is that you have to write that scene very carefully because if these ghosts can help Rey or Kylo or whoever in this final battle, why was Obi-Wan's whole thing in Empire Strikes Back be like, if you face Vader, I cannot out into so like So what's, what's different now? Why can they... As long as you get over that hurdle,
0: then I'm cool with it. Okay, but if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful. Mm-hmm. He never really became more powerful. Well, now he can, like, go through walls and stuff. <laughs> All right, we got a super chat from Heidi, Heidi Fetter. Super chat. Thank you, Heidi. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Heidi Fetter. Uh, that's, I'm trying to point, but I don't want to put up the wrong finger because I can't see. The, <laughs> tell me that's not bad news. Um, okay. Oh, wrong <laughs> yeah. uh, Girls with Sabres first says, yeah, Matt Smith ain't in this, folks. Ooh. Well, we're gonna put a call bet call we're yeah. gonna put a bet on that because i think he is gonna show up just to spite me all right here we go the odds Uh right, this is from heidi fetter odds we get standalone film tv series about current trilogy characters dun 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 silky touches here hi guys hi silky uh nice, so odds a- we like- get standalone film tv series about current trilogy characters i think heidi's referring to there is a i think a rumor dropped I think it was from, I'm not even going to say the website because they cover nothing real but well um... oh, I'm sorry uh, they, anyway and it was about how Kylo Ren they're developing a, a Kylo Ren Disney Plus show I don't think that was, I think that was bogus uh, yeah. but anyway um, what do you guys think well, are we going to get any, any Disney Plus shows about these characters or are any of them going to continue on in films <laughs> I'll start with think, Andrew Jeff? so that Jeff can think about it for a second. Okay. Um, I, I who, who asked the question? Is it Heidi? Yeah. Heidi, I
2: think the answer to that question is a solid 92%. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think it's because we, we get this Cassie Nandor show, okay? No offense to Cassie Nandor and no offense to Diego Nuna. I love them both. But he might have been the least interesting character in Rogue One. I mean, my heart always lives with Bodhi Rook. Um, Chirrut Inway and Baze Malbus are leagues more interesting than Cassian. But we're getting a Cassian show. So if the least interesting character in a spinoff is getting a show, I think it's only a matter of time before somebody from the main saga gets their own show. I can totally see, because we get so little time with them, either Janna or Zori getting a spinoff, maybe even both.
1: Okay, Jeff? Um, yeah, I agree with Andrew. I think the the Disney Plus shows, I think the idea is great, and I think it's kind of like a um, – not like – I guess like a, a lesser way to kind of move the story along. And I think, you know, with talks of the Kenobi show happening, and the Mandalorian, I feel like they're going to be huge. I feel like they're going to be well done. Um, and I think that that's going to put those stories, you know, up on a pedestal to a sense like, okay, what what do we do now? What do we do next? So I think that, there's a huge possibility of of characters from this sequel trilogy getting their own show. I think that it's going to be huge. Disney Plus is going to be huge anyway, but now that they're adding all this great extra content, it's yeah, it's gonna it's definitely gonna happen. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, Girls of Saber was just mentioning how Wedge Antilles is in the Resistance Reborn book. They even put him on the cover of it. Andrew, that picture I sent you has Wedge on the cover. He's in the <laughs> Aftermath trilogy. So, of course, uh, Nora is also – I think Nora's in unless she's dead. Because Nora dies like 700 times in the first Aftermath book, right? Like every other chapter, Nora dies, if I remember correctly right. from that one. But um, So, Wedge is going to be in, in Rise of Skywalker. I think that was reported. If not, spoiler alert – yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: sorry guys spoiling everything i don't know is yeah. wedge
0: a spoiler like i don't know are any like is anyone that started watching these movies from the force Awakens is going to even care if wedge is in it let's be honest like, i hope
2: one kid like points and
0: screams in the theater is yeah. like oh my
2: god wedge
0: yeah it's wedge I'll, i will be that kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be you and brock you're both gonna lose your mind yeah. and i'm just gonna yeah. be like well porkins is still dead yeah <laughs> that's all i guess i think um i'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm really actually i don't know if I, i'm gonna go uh 44.39782 um, percent because i Explain think this is I, I think that this is going to end for a lot of these characters and i don't know how many of these characters we are going i mean you know how many of these characters are we going to want to see progress? Let's say if Finn, first of all, if Finn dies, you can't even do a prequel on Finn. Well, I mean, I would watch it, but it would just be him becoming a, stor- a really bad stormtrooper, like a stormtrooper with morals, you know? Like, there's not, it's not very interesting there. I mean, Phasma would get a bigger role, I suppose, but, you know, there's nothing you'd really want to see there. Uh, how cool would it if have, I haven't seen the first season of Resistance, but if Finn was in the first season of Resistance as a stormtrooper, just like insanitation. I would have been down with that, but you know what I mean. Like like in Ray, these movies are so much about Ray. I just can't see them spinning Ray off into a show. And Kylo Ren would be awesome because we all want to see that. But if we're going to get in a comics, are they going to go that route for us? Um, and then Poe Dameron, maybe, but you know, I don't know. Just I I can't see. I mean, I would look. I would be down for any of these characters in in a show, in a Disney Plus show or a movie. But I just don't see that happening. <laughs> Hey, like
2: I've said many times, like I want I wanna see a post episode nine sitcom, a la Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place, where it's Rafe and then Poe running a pizza shop on Coruscant and like Rose is their Kramer and every once in a while she pops in, she's like, Guys, the craziest thing just happened. Um, so I would love anything that's like just them growing old and hanging out together. Um inter- terms of prequels, though, like you mentioned, James. Yeah, that's trickier. Like, the prequel stories, Finn, there's not really much there. Um, Kylo, we, we kind of are starting to get that, but the whole point is we don't know yet. Uh, Poe, we got his prequel story in the comic, which was a really good comic, but now it's over. Rey, the only way you could possibly do a Rey prequel story is if it turns out that she does have that whole... Um, false memory thing and she's only been on Jakku for like a month and in reality she's been doing a whole bunch of other grandiose things off in the galaxy but otherwise if she really has grown up on Jakku this whole time I don't think a prequel of just her being like let's go see if there's something in that wreckage now like I I'm not really keen on watching that so I, I think if you're gonna spin off these characters if you're going with the main ones the only way to go is forward unless you go somebody like zori bliss then i think you could do a prequel hands down you're fine
0: right, we got another super chat our friend red wolf is in the house red wolf welcome also i gotta say hi to dale as well red wolf super chat here Hello. we go are you ready
1: i am ready okay I'm,
0: good. I'm gonna see what this question is and then i'll decide who starts i don't want to put i don't want uh I, won't, I don't want andrew to feel comfortable uh in the obi-wan series i think vader should be the main villain Ewan recently said Obi would be dealing with PTSD. Seeing Vader would bring the more machine than man line full swing. Hence his recovery. Ooh, I, Vader should be the main villain. It's a, so, um, I'll let you guys marinate on that a little bit. So we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. So Ewan McGregor did a, uh, an interview and I think men's health or something like that. And he says it's going to be, he's been high. He's been lying about this for four years since 2015. And it's going to be six episodes. Is what we learn uh, in that uh, article. So, with that being said, I guess I'll take this one first because I should go first and let Andrew actually catch a little bit of a break here. Um, I would love Vader to, because it's only six episodes, I would be okay with Vader being an underlying vill- character/slash villain. Little more presence than Rogue One, but still felt. And, and, and Obi-Wan will start learning things about Vader that kind of terrify him even more and need him to protect luke even more and we find out about what's going on there and and you know there's a rumor that joel edgerton, edgerton is coming back as uncle owen please i hope he comes back as uncle Uncle owen and i say this on the episode 139 which you can get on patreon right now um i'm so excited for this series because it was already written before they announced it they had a storyline and mcgregor signed on for a storyline they have something tangible to hold grasp onto unlike the Cassian Andor series which Andrew's looking forward to where apparently that thing almost went belly up because uh because they couldn't figure it out and then Tony Gilroy came in to save it so I'm really excited for Obi-Wan I love that it's only six episodes very limited but I think it's gonna be very powerful uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you I think Vader should be the main villain of it but a different kind of villain Not a lightsaber battle villain, a more cerebral kind of villain for Obi-Wan Kenobi to deal with the demons of his brother, Anakin Skywalker, now being more man than machine. Andrew, you up.
2: Okay. Um, This is Red Wolf's question, correct? It is. Okay, Red Wolf, earlier in the show, just tonight, I said that it was a big mistake, big missed opportunity to have the scene where Vader finds out that he has a, a kid alive out there in the galaxy It was a big mistake to only have that in comic and not show it on screen. The other big mistake Mm -hmm. is if we never see the scene where Obi-Wan finds out, oh, my God, Anakin survived that lava, and now he's running around in this armor. If we never see that, somebody dropped the ball. So 100%, dude, show us this story in this series because where else are you going to show it? Get that Vader goodness in there. I like what James said. Yeah, he doesn't have to be there every episode. Like, ooh, I found you, Obi Wan. Just it doesn't have to be like that kind of thing where they're dueling all the time. Though a duel would be kind of neat. But as long as he is there doing stuff that's bad in the galaxy, and Obi Wan's like, who's this armored fellow? I've never heard of this person before. And then he finds he does this detective work and he learns all of this stuff. Uh, I would absolutely love that. And considering it's only six episodes, I hope that they are extra long episodes, kind of like the last season of Game of Thrones, where there was only six, but they were each like 90 minutes, because uh, I would be, I, I could get on board with that, because six feels really small.
0: It feels small, but also, I th- I said this, I think, a long time ago, that I thought that this was a movie script that they just now fleshed out into, into a series. Mm-hmm. So they might not be super long, but I think they're going to be very, very focused.
1: Jeff? Um, yeah, I definitely agree with what Andrew was saying about it being kind of like... I definitely would want more of him in the series than Rogue One, but maybe not so much of like the really big, dramatic, bombastic stuff. But more like, yeah, he's coming to form, and we have, you know, um, Obi Wan who's still trying to figure out things and what he's going through. I'm I'm assuming I'm I'm picturing a lot of flashbacks for Obi Wan about what happened, and you know, I guess I would want something like that, and then maybe like a big encounter, maybe on the sixth episode that was you know, some big, huge final, like, another, like, lightsaber battle, but nothing like we got in Revenge of the Sith. But I can definitely see um, Vader, yeah, doing his own thing on, like, you know, the other side of the galaxy while Obi-Wan is still trying to come to fruition with that. what actually happened. Um, But I guess my question for you guys is two questions, actually. Is Hayden Christensen returning to do something to be involved here? And um, is there going to be any involvement from Lucas? Funny enough,
0: you ask that because – um happily ever liqueur uh, is back hi happily and uh their question they say are they keeping hayden under wraps because he's in obi-wan's show and not in the rise of skywalker so that, that's a twofold now um god wouldn't it be great if he was in both andrew it would be great and i i think happily ever liqueur
2: though i think that having hayden this is just my assumption, you know, this is just where my brain goes. And I think everybody else agrees with me, but if Hayden shows up in Rise of Skywalker, it's as a force ghost and we see him. Whereas showing up in Obi-Wan would mean he's in the armor and we don't see him. Uh, so I-, I always like my mind is leaning more likely towards Rise of Skywalker just because if you're gonna get Hayden, show his face, you know, because you could put anybody in that armor um, and obviously you find a James Earl Jones sound alike or use James Earl Jones. But I, I can't see, you know, unless they go flashbacks in that show, which would be really interesting because then that opens the door. Like, are you showing Padme now? Are you showing Coruscant? Where are we going? How deep are these flashbacks getting? But I always just assumed Hayden would, uh, like when we see Darth Vader, I always just assumed it wouldn't be Hayden unless it's like a Rogue One situation in the back of the tank. But even that they wouldn't give us, so.
0: No, oh, that would have been amazing. I I I hope he shows up in this movie, and you know if he does suffer from some PTSD and there's some flashbacks of him and, and Anakin talking or Anakin maybe haunts his dreams. You know, like this scarred up Anakin like you did this to me, like that kind of stuff. I don't know what we're in for with this with this uh, limited series though. I'm I'm really excited. I I really like Obi Wan. I think I forget how much I like Obi Wan because. You know he hasn't had a part in the sequel trilogy he wasn't in you know rebels he's not in the you know the new star wars as much like i don't when you watch the new stuff you're not you know there's no obi-wan there's no focus on him anymore so it's, i almost forget how much i actually like him as a character that could just be me
1: yeah no i agree actually another question i guess for you guys is if this once the series happens is there any involvement from mr liam neeson for a flashback sequence
2: Yes, that would be a flashback for sure. That would be great. Um, I, I guess... Yeah, I guess they're at the point now where they can de McGregor, give him that Backstreet Boys look he had in yeah. <laughs> The Phantom Menace. Um, I, I don't know... You know what de-aging uh, and facial hair, I don't know if they're compatible. Uh, if the Justice League haters have taught me anything, it's that facial hair is a big no-no when it comes to CGI. I, I guess they can take away his beard and be like, yeah, he's young Obi-Wan again and show Qui-Gon, because everybody would love to see Qui-Gon. I don't think there's a person out there who hates Qui-Gon Jin. So I think that Disney is just looking for opportunities to bring him back, and that might be the sweet spot, Jeff. That might be yeah. it.
1: Oh, I guess also, in addition to a flashback, is there a, like a Force Ghost possibility with Qui-Gon? Because, you know, in the end of Revenge of the Sith, he talks about learning the capabilities to communicate with Qui-Gon from Yoda. So I'm wondering if there is something that could be really awesome to see, you know, on screen with that. I think yeah, you're you have
0: right. Liam Neeson and Qui-Gon, there's something awesome to be seen on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No but, question for me. I, I think absolutely... You th- you know, I say that, but I don't know. Because like, it's like we we're talking about six episodes. I don't know. Is there a place for Liam Neeson? I mean, uh, we would all love him there. But then you argue, is there a place for Red Skull in Infinity War, Endgame? And apparently there was. So yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you could be, you know, it might be considered fan service, but sometimes you just have to be creative and you could fit things in easily there. And, you know, don't forget, there's also maybe maybe it starts off with a little tiny bit of training of Qui-Gon Jin training you and McGregor how to become a forest ghost. And it's very brief, very simple. He's just like, Obi-Wan, let yourself be with your spirits, and then and then and then he becomes that.
2: I hope it's literally just you saying, Obi-Wan, let yourself be with your spirits in that
1: voice. <laughs> And they just dub it over an image of Liam Neeson. And old old stock footage from nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down with that too. Even if they did that, I'd be like, "Sweet, there's a nod. I'll, I'll take it." Let's yeah. Go. So. <laughs> um,
0: okay, I'm trying to catch up on the chat. It's really hard for me to read anything. Also, my glasses are kind of off, so <laughs> I can see even less than normal. Um, James is taking selfies while streaming. Yeah, because I'm looking down the entire show. <laughs> uh, um, okay, now I lost the question I wanted to read. But, but, but how many? This is from Donald Blake. Uh, how many Force Ghosts will be seen at the end of nine?
2: Donald Blake, the same person who is secretly Thor in the comics. Nice to meet you, Donald Blake. I'll keep your identity secret. <laughs> um, I that's one of the questions in our our uh, episode nine predictions, actually, about how many Force Ghosts we'll see. Oh yeah, my money. We should tell everybody when that's coming out. That's right. When is it coming out? I know when we're. Rec- but I don't know when it's coming
0: is it coming out November 20th November 20th one month to go we're going to do a, a prediction show we got a special guest coming in that one so keep your eye out also guys come uh, check out our Patreon page and you can speak to that later
2: yay Patreon what do you think <laughs> Jeff what, what do you think Force Ghost lies
1: um you know, I'm think, trying to think about how many if they're like progressing towards more like throughout the sequel trilogy we got none in Force Awakens obviously we had you know Yoda and I guess you can count Luke's final encounter as a force ghost moment maybe um so beyond luke being a force ghost i'm trying to like imagine a scenario where we see more than that you know um we can see like an obi-wan or like a yoda or like you know like a mace windu force ghost because you know why not that would be super dope and i would love that but (laughs) i guess trying to find you know a reasonable um storyline i guess that coincides with having multiple force ghosts like if there's going to be one big ghost battle or something like that of end game proportions but um i passed luke and maybe yoda maybe i don't personally i don't i can't figure out any reason why there would be more than that but that's just me yeah
0: i'm going i'm going max uh five because i'm going with leia i'm going luke leia Yoda, Obi Wan. I didn't think about
1: Leia.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's. I don't know. You know what? I'm not gonna spoil episode 139 coming Wednesday. Unless you're on Patreon, it's up now. (laughs) James, take that ridiculous thing off. No, it's Halloween. (laughs) Wait. That person was quoting Snoke. That's
2: a that's a that's a good Snoke quote. I like that. Whoever did that. And I like your blue. rural,
0: Rural farm boy. You can always count on rural to for the Star Wars quotes. Now I'm trick-or-treating. Is this on camera? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Trick-or-treat. Uh, we got Den Allen's got a question. Den Allen says 1,539 force ghosts. I think he might be right. Um, two things from Den Allen. If Disney mm-hmm. is keeping continuity, one, Ahsoka won't appear or Obi-Wan would have told her about Anakin's fall. Two, Maul won't be present because we know when he discovers Ben is alive. That is for uh, the Obi Wan series.
2: Yeah, there there definitely won't be any mall in there, and I think I'm okay with that.
0: Bop, bop, bop it up. <laughs> I wish there was a chocolate bar, or candy bar. That's what you guys call yeah. it. I wish there was a. Anyway, happy holiday. <laughs> oh,
2: you got my hopes up. I thought you were actually going to pull out a chocolate bar
0: and we could watch it. Yeah. Know no no i you know what so i live in the woods Andrew. you know i like i live near nobody but so i went to the store and i bought 90 chocolate pies. <laughs> I, I didn't get the small box i got the big box so i mean if a kid comes i'm well prepared but if they don't i'm well prepared so <laughs> was, i had 90 and i made sure the crispy crunch jeff you guys don't have crispy crunch right uh, no no okay I'm gonna bring you some because we're gonna meet up. And we're gonna yeah, bring I don't. You. It's it's my favorite chocolate. It's like a Butterfinger but better. It's it a, is better um, than a.
2: We, yeah. we need to uh, we need to do contests where the winners get confections that you can't find outside of Canada.
0: Like what is it? We have we have crispy crunch and ketchup chips, and you guys get everything else. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, you guys are. Have- for the rest too. So you guys are winning actually. Um, but you
0: guys have and
2: and James can attest to this cuz he saw my reaction. You guys have like orange crush flavored pop tarts,
0: yeah.
2: Dunk, Dunkin donuts vanilla latte pop tarts. I just yeah. my my buddy's dating a girl in the states and he he messaged me this weekend. He's like, "Hey, I'm in Detroit. Do you want anything?" And I asked this yeah. girl, I was like, "You guys have Fruit Brute cereal?" And she's like, "Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: I got some." <laughs> That's awesome. That's the best uh, Halloween candy. So, Silky Touch is saying Mace <laughs> Windu,
0: Obi-Wan, Luke, Han, Yoda, Anakin, Leia, all going to be, all going on Kylo. Uh, I see Mace Windu as a Force Ghost. I just don't think it can happen. I wish. He'll
2: show up as a Force Ghost after the credits, and he'll recruit them into the Avengers Initiative. That's how it's
0: going. <laughs> Halloween's two days away. That's why there was no chocolate in my in my pumpkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Americans don't like cats up ch- cats on chips <laughs> um, do you not like it or you're not you just can't get it
2: if you opt out of ketchup chips we'll just send you a bag of milk and I,
0: I have to agree with Dan Allen he says uh, that we all y'all do some things with maple some might consider it to be unnatural I'm one of those I do not do maple I cannot stand maple uh, and you know what hot take this is Slimer's hot take Vermont makes better maple syrup than we do they have the Vermont Maple Festival. Of course they do. Dude, I don't even like maple syrup, but I got a bottle of maple syrup when I was in Vermont. <laughs> I
1: think they extradite you for that, right? Yeah,
0: they do. They actually, they actually <laughs> yeah. not going to lie, at the border, they pulled me aside and, like, ripped my car apart. They are like, Woo, yeah. I'm like, I just got maple, man. They yeah, not, mm, get out.
2: <laughs> the border patrol guy took your bottle, and he, like, took a swig and swirled it around and then spit it out and handed it back to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: The maple syrup on snow on a stick—I just don't understand that.
2: Yeah, that's not for me. It's not my thing. I do thing. like it on like on like uh, drizzling it on top of like sausage or something though. That's uh, that's nice.
0: No, Andrew, we're done. No more maple talk. I'm a health freak, so this conversation is killing me. <laughs> horizon Brave, uh, time to turn in your Canadian card, James. You are an imposter posing as a Canadian. That's actually probably true. Um, anyway. I, I actually uh, anyway I voted here though I did vote Andrew knows that. I was there. I watched you vote. You, you watched me. But you guys, you I guys have. You so I keep hearing said. Americans don't have Kinder uh, eggs, Kinder Surprise eggs. Yeah. But Some I was people. in Pennsylvania last year, and there were Kinder eggs, and I took a picture. What? Imp-
1: yeah. Imported.
0: There may made. Because uh. my because <laughs> Heidi is saying there's also ketchup chips are in Pennsylvania, so I think Pennsylvania is is, uh, is Canadian. We've, tra- We've traded, I think, I think Western Canada has, they want to, they want to separate. So I think we're trading Western Canada for Pennsylvania,
1: what which state is fine.
0: Gonna... Maybe then, you know, a Canadian team will win the Stanley Cup and we can all not have to hear that. Frickin... <laughs> uh... <laughs> 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 One liter of maple syrup is worth two beaver pelts here. <laughs> yeah, we'll trade you for some Fox first. all right let's get back let's get back to the knights of ren talk we'll go right back to how it all started with kylo ren knights of ren we're gonna wrap it up shortly Um, (laughs) do you guys like do you think though that there is the chance that snoke used the knights of ren that the knights of ren were always snoke's and snoky snoke said oh by the way these are these are my this is my crew you are their leader to kind of lure kylo back into like to trust to trust snoke he gave him the knights of friends Said, no you're their master you're better than all of them even though it was probably a bold-faced lie
2: so like a situation where they were their own team it was, it was like snoky snoke and the funky and then he gave kylo command of it all yeah is that
0: is that what you're well positive? like the, yeah something like that yeah like kylo being the 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 master of the knights of ren is all is pretty much just a ruse by snoke and the knights essentially Mm.
2: yeah you know what i like that because if that's the case then yeah the knights are in on the ruse and that's a really cool dynamic because they're taking orders from this guy and they're like oh yes sir you sure are powerful mr kylo And, uh, you know, as soon as he turns his back, they're like, whoa, man, this guy guy has no idea what we're going to do with him in episode nine. Um, That's, there's a lot of potential. I like that.
1: Yeah, I have to, I have to agree. Yeah. Um, I think Snoke is behind, I mean, obviously just this big, gigantic, like year-long manipulation. And I think it's all going to come to fruition here in Rise of Skywalker. I guess my question for you guys is how are they going to incorporate the Knights of Ren into this movie? since they've only talked about them being in the past in the previous two films, what's going to introduce them into this film?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, so, um, is it going? I don't know. Go ahead. I, I got to gather this together here in my head.
0: Silky thinks that Snoke was more the kind to throw Ben in the pit with the knights and see if he makes it out alive. That would be cool. I just, For me, this the other the other side of my coin with, with Snoke kind of just doing it as a ruse <laughs> It kind of also lessens Snoke to the point where he's not maybe as powerful as we all believed he was, which then gives you room for the big pal for Palpatine to be the real threat because they got rid of Snoke so easily, you know, that now it's like, wow, well, okay, he's not Plagueis. Uh, he's not bigger than Palpatine because Palpatine's still around. So what's up? So it's like, oh, actually, Snoke was just this guy who dabbled in the dark side, but he he conveyed himself to be much grander than he was. And part of it was he had this group called the Knights of Friend who just went around and you know, got a bunch of Sith artifacts and yada, yada, yada. And he understood the dark side, uh, but he was not a Sith. Because we know he's not a Sith. And Kylo is not a Sith, yet Kylo has Sith troopers. Yeah. I think
2: it, it's it's so hard to say right now how the Knights of Ren are going to first pop up in this. Because we don't know whose side they're on. Are they with the First Order? Are they with palpatine are they exclusively with kylo uh like where are their loyalties and until we know that it's like yeah it's just a guessing game jeff
1: yeah i uh i mean i'm thinking about just trying to see how they were mentioned in the previous two movies and you know it's all about referring to them you know in the past tense so i guess one of my another question it's like what happened to them Before the force awakens. Why don't we see them anymore? Why don't we see them and why are they being present now? And I think that having Snoke not being as powerful as we thought is important because that kind of gives obviously the gvp element and then um, I kind of want to know what um, Hux was his role in all this too, you know?
0: Yeah, and and uh, so there's some comments that uh, from Vloga, how you know he he showed his power in the throne room he toyed with Rey yes but that doesn't mean that he was all powerful he had some power and he was able to toy with with Rey who barely knew the force at the time right she was she was still learning she was still a work in progress and so he was able to 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 do that to her uh I think Snoke was empowered by Snoke is ie acolyte um yeah acolytes of the beyonds coming up I think I think really I think aftermath is is the rise of skywalker looks like it's going to legitimize, legitimatize legitimize like legalize it's going to make us look at aftermath in in a whole new light i think
2: yeah and it's going to pave the way for more like the the big mysteries and stories that eu may have introduced i don't think they're all going to get answered in rise of skywalker but but I think rise of sky paved the way to continue telling them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. We're going to wrap it up. We'll get that. one final thought from everybody before we go and watch the Mandalorian trailer. I just went on their Instagram account and they're just nothing to report yet, but the Mandalorian trailer is airing tonight. I've heard 8 o'clock, I've heard 9 o'clock, I've heard tonight. So, uh, they haven't posted anything just to keep you – guys. can't see anything other than what's right under me right now. Uh, so, that's on here. We're going to watch it, obviously, and we'll be talking about those uh, for sure. Um, legalized aftermath. Uh, pretty much like getting into a fight with a little kid beating them up. Yep. Um, all right. So, final thought, Andrew. I'll start with you. Final thought on the Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren and the rise of Skywalker.
2: Oh, sometimes the internet does that. Uh, that's final thoughts, <laughs> Autobots. All right, he's back yelling. Autobots. All right. <laughs> that's that's our cue. What? A- I know, right? <laughs> final thoughts. Final thoughts, uh, Jeff. I'll defer to you. What do you? What do you? What are your cool. final thoughts on this Knights of Ren business?
1: Um, I um, I guess looking at it. Uh, you know, as the story as a whole, you know, we've heard for years now that they had, you know, one long arc for the sequel trilogy. And I know you guys have already touched on this in the previous uh, video about, you know, I feel like that's going to be answered with this film. And then um, with them having mentioned the Knights of Ren, even, you know, in The Force Awakens and then again in Last Jedi, I think they were always meant to um, have a place in this movie here. And I think we're going to learn a lot about them that we obviously don't know before. Um, but, you know, like I said, unfortunately, the runtime for this movie is going to prevent us from learning more than, you know, you know, than we already do. So I think that's where the comment kind of comes in as a, just a, a nice way to compliment the film, uh, in that way. So I don't know. I'm stoked for it. I got my tickets, obviously. So, um, yeah, yeah. All
0: right. My internet's going to <laughs> hell. So let's wrap this up. Andrew, final thought and tell everybody about your YouTube channel. Uh, I just can't wait. Or, like, this gives me hope knowing that
2: that three-year drought is not going to be a drought. It's going to be full of Star Wars goodness. Just not on the big screen. But I can't wait to see what kind of stories we can dive into once we have the answers to all these hidden mysteries that JJ has been teasing. Uh, My YouTube channel is just called Andrew Fantasia. Simple as a pimple, easy to remember. And on there right now, I'm just about ready to wrap up October 4th. I've been talking about scary all month long. You can catch me
0: there when I'm not here. James with the red shield on. How are you supposed to fight little and see. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I cannot wait for The Rise of Skywalker and also The Mandalorian. Whenever this trailer's dropping, let us uh, like and subscribe. And you guys have been commenting all the time. So thanks so much. It's awesome to see that on there. It means a lot. We'll be back next Monday uh, with more. And then the following Monday will be our last one before The Mandalorian is released. So that is exciting. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. And as always, may the force of others be with you.
1: Oh, i wave. I'm
0: trying to see what I'm doing here.
1: So, alone. <laughs> it's so
0: right. Hey, scumbags! Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.